Welcome to Arisha Land. We're back. Did you miss us? Hey, we missed you. Guys, we've been celebrating because I had a birthday. I turned 42. Ooh, and we've been partying all week, all month. <laughs> Our last podcast was released on March 28th, so granted, we're back. We're back. Fresher than ever. <laughs> Feeling brand new. And we have some very special guests today. Coco. Hey, Coco. Woo! I'm in love with the Coco. <laughs> and we're going to have a wonderful interview with Chuck Science. But he's going to be interviewing us. Word. In the world, according to, to Arisha. Arisha. And Coco got to learn a little bit about Arisha. I did. What do you think? I think you guys are amazing. And Coco's been a friend of the fam for like plus 10 years. So it's pretty cool. Welcome to Vegas. Woo! Yes, you're a force of your own. (laughs) Well, get your smoke ready. Get your drink ready. Let's get some drops going too. How about that? When the drops drop, give give us our our props. props. (laughs) I'm taking half a dropper. All right, let's go, everyone. Welcome to Arisha Land, a cannabis industry immersive experience. I'm Ari. And I'm Shah. We're Arisha. Hi, Ari. Hi, Shah. (laughs) To love and passion and making magic happen. Arisha. Party's going down today, everybody. We do have two special guests. Coco is here. She's going to be chiming in. Right now, she's taking back a shot of chilled Patron in a New York giant shot glass while having a blueberry, what is that, Red Bull? Yes. Back in a Yankees glass. Woo! Coco's from New York, guys. Yes. Boom. Part of the family. (laughs) All right. So today, Chuck Science. Chuck Science. He decided he wanted to interview us. You know, we've been on the run, partying and stuff. And, Mm -hmm. you know, he's got some questions. We want to talk about life, cannabis, and culture, according to Arisha. And here we go. Here we go. So this is like no edits. If the studio sounds a little wild today, it's because we're in the middle of hurricane force winds in the desert. Yeah. <laughs> Blowing sand and dust and grit everywhere, but no rain. <laughs> Today is April 11th, 411, so we're here to get the 411. Ooh. And that's what I'm looking for because <laughs> a lot of things are going on within the business, and I know you guys, uh, you know, put your nose to the grindstone, as they say, for 51 weeks a year, but then. This birthday week happened, and all of a sudden you guys disappear. So I needed to track you down for the 411 on some things that I'd like to know what you're thinking about. So I figured this is a perfect time to do it. I love it. So I've got you trapped captive for an hour. Happy podcasting. And, smoking. And Coco is here learning um, about uh, you know what we're doing here so that maybe she could... Join us in an analytical position. You know, she's got a huge experience in chemical engineering and biochemistry and all sorts of things. And we were there with her as she was deciding to begin her education. And uh, we used to give away <laughs> hundred dollar A's on report cards, fifty dollar B's on report cards. Let me tell you, C's were not good enough. You don't even make it. It's like, yeah, there's no C's here. And that's what Thursday night pizza parties are all about. And, you know, good friends stay around for years. They don't just, uh, you know, come and go. And, you know, now that that Coco's in a position to, um, you know, want to enhance herself even further and you guys could use someone of her ilk. And we could use a little Coco in our lives. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Seem like a great time to get back together, and that's what what this is. So, 
Kogo's more than just a guest. Uh, she's kind of interviewing you guys, too, to see whether or not you're cool enough to work yeah. with. Yeah. <laughs> well, how's those shots that I've poured? They have been amazing. So now you know the oh. true <laughs> purpose of this podcast. It's a reverse interview. Are you enjoying your customized, cannabis-friendly Yankees glass? I am. Well? It is absolutely gorgeous. I love it. Wow, just, j- just checking because this beautiful 848-etched glass 848. is just so lovely as it well. Now, let's not get ahead of me here. You know? I mean, I would like to hear about some glass stuff, but more importantly, I know... I just missed my cocoa. I know, I know, but let's get to this interview, okay? I have limited time because I know you guys are probably going to run off to some party or something, you know? You know, beep, beep. So uh, let's, get, let's get down with this, okay? This week, nobody really knows it, but you're opening your first store. That's true. Yes. All right. Why don't you guys just uh, tell everybody a little bit about that store? And I'm going to ask you a couple questions because I think it's interesting for a couple reasons. So go ahead. Tell them about the store. Well, first, the name is called Philly Philly Street, and it's going to be run by a wonderful partner and dear friend of the family, Tracy Mazagati. What a lovely lady. Right? She's <laughs> about to really make it happen for Philly Streets and help reteach the streets, which is one of our slogans. Now, Tracy is a badass. I worked with her for 30-some years, okay? Literally. So she's back. Um, <laughs> and that's one of the reasons why this is going to be a cool store, all right? But more importantly... It's just a cool layout. Um, you know, we're doing some things with uh, Shug Knight. You know, everybody knows that from past podcasts. With you call the Check the throwback. And, you know, we can't talk a lot about it right now because we're still working on the paper, etc. But there's a lot of things that we may be doing with Death Row uh, moving forward as well. And as you know, the OG Death Row certainly was Shug's, um, you know, graphic of always being in the electric, uh, electric chair. chair. Right. It is like the most like craziest idea. So tell everybody, you guys with Tracy plan to do like an authentic looking hiring master carpenters and we've and, got everyone on the team on this one <laughs> and literally uh you know metalsmiths to be creating helmets for i saw a, a lady smiling with it on chair. today she they sent the picture she was smiling wearing the helmet so we know this is going to be cool we want to embrace their vision embrace the culture embrace the project and embrace the music yes down to even the worn leather straps this electric chair is going to be so cool and the top of the town in Philly. And Philly Streets is not just a store, it's an actual education center. So if you're someone out there, an affiliate online, a mom that wants to sell with her friends and have little parties, you can have your own affiliate codes and go there for your source of information and also grab your merch too. And that's what's really beautiful about it. It's kind of a marriage between retail of the past, which isn't dead. I mean, we still have two legs. and some We of still us ship six days know, a week. We still, yeah. we still walk around and, and you know, buy things on the go. And, you know, real retail isn't dead. But you have to have some kind of virtual component or, or pizzazz to it. And this brings that needed element in. So I love the store. And it's just such a beautiful layout. You guys help Tracy with all sorts of design elements with, you know, with uh, posters that you guys print, you know, in your print shop. And with, um, you know, glass that you guys print. And, you know, we'll get to all that. But the lighting and everything. All it's the just other so cool touches. Cool. It's such a yeah. cool, cool, cool store. And anyone out there, you can have a store. What she did is, it's Philadelphia. The colors of Philadelphia are green, green and white. So her store has a Philly vibe. It's called Philly Streets. The lighting in there represents green and white. Some of our products, some of our jewelry, that is represented there as well with the colors, green and white. Because this is a store of pride. This is a store of purpose. And it's going to enhance the community. And anyone could have a store like this. We are 
helping fill her store with so many 848 products, Delta King products. And Philly Streets and products. Philly Streets you guys products. are helping her logo eyes and brand out Philly Streets, which yes, also could become, I know you guys were working on a second project now um, with Jude. And that project is Slum Harlem Streets. Harlem Streets. I'm like, wait, because we're going to have Harlem Streets, but then we're going to have Brooklyn Streets. And then you'll have Brooklyn, Brooklyn Streets, Brooklyn. too. But, but Harlem Streets is an actual location that they're yes. looking at. Well, first of all, the Philly location is at Aramingo and Allegheny. Yeah, um, so everyone out there, if you're in that area, you're going to be able to go there. We can do call of actions to have you go there and be live with us at that time. That's how cool it's going to be. Yes, and I, I just think that having this kind of thing, first, Philly Streets, which really, A, serves the community better than yeah. any other store because it's almost like a store slash clubhouse okay yeah but number two it serves as a staging area for people who want to more directly bring the proper message out into the community to educate and arm with proper products you know at affordable prices so you know i love the concept and i know it's about ready to start and i know it may become harlem street soon and it may yes, become brooklyn, brooklyn street, street soon and who knows columbus ohio streets <laughs> you know like you just don't know. I mean, anything could become a streets, H-Town streets, and, it, and it's, it's, it's a really exciting concept. And the streets are concept. important because that's where the people are, and when people are out, they're out on the streets, they're in the road, they're out there. You want to be able to give them the proper information and the proper products to enhance their lives. When one person's life is enhanced, they can then reach out to the next person. Yeah, and help reteach the streets to become a better community by improving their bodies on a cellular level, by improving their organs, and then by improving the person as a whole. I mean, cannabis can do that, and it helps you become a better family member and a better friend. And communities that can help each other are communities that thrive together. And when you're happier together, you're just happier together. That's it. That's what we're striving for. To health and happiness. So that's an exciting thing that's going on at Arisha Land. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, there's no question about that. This is really, really, really cool. Um, all right. Moving on from that, I think that I was wondering about what I'm hearing on all this you know, printing and etching and sculpting of glass. Oh my goodness. I mean, I know you guys have Please. done shows on it. I know you've included um, the glass master, you know, yes. Magister Ludi. We haven't even <laughs> asked you anywhere. Um, you know, Philip. Yeah, Philippe. We have not even asked you on, on our social media to start following the pages that we tag about because these are our business pages. So for Instagram, for instance, if you want to follow the Project 848, it's official Project 848, you can go there and start to see photos of things that we've posted in the moment because we have been learning in the moment and truly immersive in this experience. We've taken Philip out. He's on the podcast. Yes. House of Glass. I mean, we. it's just so cool. I can't wait to really, truly show them everything that we're going to do. It is incredible being able to study under the true master of glass. Someone who's done all of the biggest hotels in Las Vegas and all of the homes of the biggest stars that live here and in Europe and around the United States. I mean, States. the biggest star <laughs> that I know coming to Las Vegas, like, you know, is Celine Dion. I know where I bring our shoes to. They show us shoes of Celine Dion and they show, <laughs> like, compared to our shoes because we have nice shoes. We love shoes. We love shoes. So it's like another moment in life and you're touching down in Vegas and you have this same guy, Philip, who's like, Celine Dion's, this is her shower. And it's like, now we are doing stuff like that for people, for everyone out there. For you. It could be in your home, too. Is so cool. So please go listen to our previous podcast where we introduce the House of Glass. 
And, you know, there's potential <laughs> major collaborations in the wind um, with you guys because the world really didn't know that, um, you know, the person that did the Cosmopolitan um, bar, the, you know, chandelier the chandelier bar, bar the world was the same famous. person that did the glass in the conservatory and the Bellagio and, you know, yada, yada, yada. Now that you're starting to tell that story, people are starting to perk up and be interested, I think. It's just so cool when you are excited to work and excited to share. So that's why we want to be able to bring these items to you. So it's your ideas. We can make it come true. Now, the thing I like about the glass, I mean, I'm sure what you just described, everybody, was a great educational opportunity for yourselves. And while I'm sure everybody out there who listens to Arisha Weekly is happy that you're educating yourselves even you further to. to better them, it's I think they're them. probably more interested in is what are you going to do for me now with this thing? Yes. You know? And what I really like about the glassware is it's a now thing with a bunch of cool items that can get people into an ecosystem that allows them to, you know, thrive better within cannabis, within crypto, within other culture elements that we work more closely in. So this is a great on-ramp, if you will, to, um, you know, to the better stuff out there, I think, um, you know, that, that we talk about. It's a great way for people to get involved in our ecosystem. Um, and that's why I love this especially. But, you know, tell people just a little bit more about the kind of items you plan on making. Like, although obviously you haven't had time to get the approval of the NFL to do official NFL licensed merchandise during the upcoming April 28th draft here in the NFL, where they expect anywhere between 450 and 600,000 people on the strip in front I mean, of the Bellagio. We, we didn't know that up. this was going to pop up like that so it's no, like it's crazy it's like but, just your own curiosity but you certainly drive. can put things like as you as long as you don't use the word nfl you can put things like pro football draft las vegas 2022 and, and, onto and. pint glasses and restaurants can use them as promotions or people can buy them you know as commemorative items for the draft Absolutely. I'm like, and we can put your name on it, which is the best thing, is the best thing in the world. Because so many people logo. out there have never had their name on anything. Exactly. That is the driving force behind this whole custom department of glass, is to be able to have custom items at an affordable price based on what you want. Whether it's barware or cannabis wear. Corporate <laughs> decor, know. corporate items, your corporate Christmas gifts that you do and every year. And you guys year. go all the way into mirrors and tables. And, I mean, you know, like I said, there's some collaborations. You may or may not be doing a major NFL team's, you know, corporate meeting table, which will hit every news broadcast in the world. You may or may not be doing a major collaboration with one of the highest... Uh, you know, I would say more hip hop oriented clothing brands out there that you see in the news every day with the, you know, Kardashians wearing it or, or the we may or, or may whatever. not. Um, you know, there's a lot of may or may not collaborations that, we love that are in the process of happening or not happening. <laughs> and, you know, hopefully they're real and they all occur and a lot of times 90% of them do. Um, but that will really bring the glass to the world. But most importantly, you guys are providing, you know, super high end items that can be personalized for people that are good for their home or business settings <laughs> and tell people we recognize quality and, you know, we're part of this ecosystem that promotes quality at, at good prices and, and things of that nature. So I, I really love the glasses from that standpoint. I mean, I've loved it from day one. It's just, it's just being able to produce something effortlessly, you know, and the end result is quality, and it's sharing that moment with the company you're keeping. So when someone's having a drink, it's in a customized glass, or if you're showing your house or a special part of your home, it's a customized spot, a TV area where you may hang out or a bar area. You know, the, the one guy, Robert, he's on our previous podcast. He had a beautiful picture, portrait of him and his wife done by his fire pit. And then they had a party with like a dancing butterfly girl. And it was so cool and everyone just loved it. When I met him, he was just there again. I mean, I just asked him if I could interview, but he was there again. And 
he revealed he was there to get a portrait of his grandkids. So glassware and customization and taking your parts of you and incorporating it into your house, home, office, and your friendships um, is really important to people. And I think that's what we're realizing more and more. And we just want to be able to provide that opportunity to you, but let you know it's there. And that's what the, this cultural podcast is about, you know, <laughs> just, you know, we get to, to enjoy our products and create art is a creation. So we have a lot of fun creating the art because we know what's at the end of it. And that's you. You're at the end of it. The other side of the product. So glasses. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's like, Ari, Ari, like the... Ari looks a little high, so I'm going to get her talking. Because I like to hear Ari talk when she's high. Oh. <laughs> um, so she's been quiet, hiding in the corner, hoping that she isn't called on. Because <laughs> she's too high for the teacher to call on her. So let's talk a little bit about some of the new crypto stuff. That's going on out there. Okay, you guys introduced your DAOs. Um, why don't you tell people about DAOs and DAPs and what you think the future is there? Because that's something that is really super cool. DAOs are really cool, and so are DAPs because they are DAOs are decentralized autonomous organizations, and they basically function as businesses or groups or even teams that need help making decisions everyone votes on a decision and it gets passed along on the blockchain it's there forever so there's always a proof that it happens DAOs are really cool because they let anyone who's interested in both crypto and our products get involved and participate the thing i really love about the way you guys have envisioned the DAOs are what you're calling baby DAOs which really enable interested people out there who are just interested in the process of cannabis or they're interested in your specific products to get involved and actually talk to the people out there that they know about product and participate within that whole product ecosystem to actually make money. And it's a really cool concept because it really puts... Um, advertising dollars that you guys normally spend into the pockets of people who are most interested in your products. And it's actually more powerful than a lot of the advertising messages. So I think it's really, really cool. And I do think it's a thing of the future. It, it changes the way we do business. Um, I don't know what Sadie thinks about it. This is great for anyone. Anyone that is seeking to be part of an opportunity. There's products you're interested in. There's a field you're interested in. There's a podcast you're interested in. Anyone listening. This is a way for you to actually be part of something and have a vote in the process. That's the best way of thinking about it. Because people love to vote. You learn by doing. Yeah. And if, <laughs> like, you, if you aren't involved in a didactic process here, are you really learning anything? No. Um, you know, and we want you to learn about it, do it, and then go out and teach other people how to do it because then you become an expert. And by becoming an expert, you actually are generating real money in a Web3 environment, not fake money in a Web3 environment by simply playing a game or something. Um, you know, you're actually providing a good and valuable service. Um, and that's what's really cool. And that brings me to my next area because it's kind of related to this area. And that is you're going to restart your internet TV shows. Um, the sales shows. Live shopping live shows. shows. Absolutely. And I think you're, you're wound up with even better software than before. I think they've improved the software over the last year and a half. Um, you know, what you did in the past was phenomenal. And I said it related to this, and this is how. In the past, you guys used gamification mm -hmm. to spread the message week to week. So the first week you did your show, you had a hundred, uh, I think it was 140 people actually. 
you had on the first weekly show that were customers of yours who wanted to meet you online and see you. They interact yeah, with they you. Yeah, they actually took you know, in, in customer service, they take online. your products. Yeah. And, you know, you were able, of your thousand or so customers, you were able to convince 140 of them to come meet you on a Tuesday afternoon at 5 o'clock Pacific time, okay? Mm -hmm. And people loved the show, and you gamified that audience by telling them, you know, we're going to give you, uh, you know, free stuff by pushing us out. We're going to give you better prices as people come forward. The second week you had 1,100 people. Mm -hmm. And then the third week you had 5,500 people. And the, right. and the fourth week you literally had almost 11,000 people through simple gamification. All right. And that shows the power of us telling other people who we know like and trust about something that's interesting to us, all right? And that's what's beautiful about your shows. Now, you're going to do it all over again. And you're going to do it around, um, you know, cannabis glassware and Delta 8 products and a whole bunch of different things, you know, some yes. merch, like shirts and, and different things like that. Um, you know, and that's so cool to me. So you guys did this already. And although it was on a limited basis of four weeks, it was super successful. Mm -hmm. And this one is going to be huge because you're going to have blogs with million people following, um, you know, those blogs talking about, you know, this show, et cetera. We've already lined up that advertising, yeah. even direct from Philly Street's location. I you know. know. They're going yes. to do a blog. Well, she wants our whole, like, video catalog on repeat for the store because we have so much educational content. Right. So. We have so much to produce for that, and it's another reason to be MIA for a while. So to buckle down on the details. She definitely wants the people to podcast out of her store. Shout yeah. out. So it's talk, be totally you know, open just for you. rap for a minute about what's going on with that, because that's super exciting, and it's going to start around 420. Yes. Woo! We'll be doing live shows that are online, but they'll also be shown live at Philly Streets as well. And we'll be offering all of our products at great discounted prices. We'll be offering custom glassware and bongs. And you could even get it upgraded with your name etched onto it. We'll be offering all if of this If like you like it, we can put your name on it. Or your logo <laughs> or your initials. Anything you want. <laughs> but we're going to be offering these at super discounted prices. And if you just let us know that you're going before the show starts... We'll put you into a random selection where we'll draw your name, and if you're on during our live show, we'll pick you for the lucky mystery gift basket. So you'll be getting free products. We'll have a wheel that we're spinning. Last time, <laughs> during our last live show, I think the time when we had 5,000 people, we had a wheel that was broken, and we gave away $200 that night. I could have it was three. No, it was two. I think we stopped spending <laughs> after the second time. Oh my, I got a story. I'm sorry. But this time, for culture aficionados, you can give away like Shug can call. You know, we can arrange to have Shug call from prison to talk to people. Um, you know, so he can get, he can call that person and talk to them and You're the person be like, can ask them hey, questions Shug. about whatever they want and things like that. Um, we can get Shug to come live on air, you know, sometimes Absolutely. he can call out, you know, at, at specified intervals. It's a little hard sometimes. He but. could give you a shout out from prison. I mean, <laughs> you know? that is cool. I mean, so, that is cool. You know, we're, we're really going to try and gamify it and it's for charity. I mean, it really is, um, you know, to push a bunch of information out there to people to help them engage in better products and then have the fact that they engaged in those products, uh, you know, land um, more important benefits to their, you know, hometown communities in, you know, East LA, et cetera. And then, you know, through, through the country. So it, it's a meaningful, it's a meaningful product line with great products that have social consequences. And I think it, it's great. How's this one going to differ from the last one you did? I mean, last one you guys looked like, um, you know, church mice that were crawling onto the CBD scene or something. <laughs> no, How I is mean, this one going to be different? Where you know what? Like the listeners that you know, like that. the people no, that are here now, on prairie. <laughs> no, like the the listeners that are here now, it's like they really don't even know about what we did with our company and our brand because at that time it was a audience of moms. We couldn't be ourselves. 
to the moms on camera. So I had to be like totally like big, bulky, oversized. Can I give my opinion? On jersey something? clothes. Yes, Coco. Uh, sure, Coco. I, Come I on in. I don't. I'm not saying for right now, like <laughs> right this second. But I think that I would be a great opportunity for you guys to approach the idea of your listeners not knowing anything about what you're going with because I am an actual person who has actual questions about hey. the actual stuff. So if you just Ooh. actually talk to me, hey, you have I a question? Give your well, I mean, like you guys. Coco's been here rolling up, passing, <laughs> passing <laughs> me <laughs> this day. I was down smoking. on the floor smoking with the cocoa, hanging. <laughs> and so Coco what's it what's what's what are you thinking I don't know what's going on actually I don't know much about the DOAs or DAOs I mean the baby ones I mean I've I've heard a little bit but nobody's actually like gave me the 411 on that so I no. mean, today would be the perfect day for it right yeah okay, let's go back to talk end. crypto talking crypto okay. this is just a way of paying it's just a way of using your money let me let me give you the rundown okay so each DAO has a public address and it has a public vault on the solana blockchain okay. so i chose the solana blockchain to put our DAOs on because it has the fastest transactions and the lowest transaction fees so it's a great chain and also you could put any kind of coin into the vault you could put bitcoin if you have bitcoin in your wallet you could put solana coin if you have solana coin in your wallet and that's just because like a lot of times right now people are getting into crypto so there's different crypto names which is different. Solana which is what which is one. So one we have name. we okay. have some of our own that are coming out and as right, well and right now so there's of, different names out there so different systems they're working to accept them bridge the chains right now yeah and right now with um the program that we're using to create these DAOs they have a cross-chain program that actually allows you to put in Bitcoin or Ethereum or anything into the vault if you want to participate. We just require that you meet the minimum threshold, which is the minimum amount of money to put in to get a share into the DAO. And then once we accept you, everyone will vote on that and then we'll accept the person once they've met the minimum requirements. Is that similar to a trust, kind of? Um, not really, because basically at the end of it, you're buying, at the end of the day, you're buying into the production of the products that you want to see produced. So, yeah, so it's like reading see... a concept. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you think about it like this, it's like reading a concept like, oh, this is concept A. That's interesting. But you're like, oh, I want to see more. Let me, this, I'm interested because it's a business type of thing. So it's something you would be interested of seeing developed that you could talk about in your life as well. Right? Is yeah. that a way of thinking about it? So, well, so then you look at the next one. Well, and those are all baby DAOs because they're part of one company. Yeah, and basically we all Umbrella. know like every product, Umbrella. whenever Umbrella. you want to create a product for a business, Umbrella. it has expenses. You have yeah. to purchase the flour and the tubes and the pre-roll cones and all of that in the production of a pre-roll. You have to have the labor to get it done and work and keep the lights on in the building. And basically, at the end of the day, you want to go into business, but there are certain costs. But if you're interested in the production of a product, and then you want to also be involved in the business and make a profit like a normal business would make, you just purchase into the production of the product, and then once the product sells, everyone is making money because they purchased into the whole product, and they're making the profit off of it. Now, where but it's this also... It's I was, was going to say, where this dif differentiates is... Like any person out there that's listening or hearing this, they can become involved because it's there's a business that is already existing. This is just talking about a product, just a project, and you're just in part of the project. And a lot of people are interested in multiple income streams. So something like this is like a way to be part of it. So and an actually you make your money plus you get money back. So you make your money and then some. So isn't it a time and a half? Well, this is One the best way of thinking about it beyond the fact that, you know, everything that Arisha just discussed. Um, you know, you, and I would you, say it's not an investment. It's just 
purchasing into the production of the product. Because you want to be busy. You want to, you're interested, you're curious. You're just like, hey, this is cool. I follow this. This is what I'm into. Like, I've been, I see products talked about all the time. I try the products. I buy the products. It's a real personal interest. It's a narrow interest. Like, I hear this. I want to do this. I find out about it. I do it. The real way of thinking about it for someone like you right now, because you are involved in education, is think of it about the um, about value added education, because that's what that is. There's a Sadie will tell you um, a little bit before Ari's time, but she's heard about these. Um, there's a huge group of people out there who want to involve themselves in what are called what do they call them? master uh, masterminds 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 yeah. mastermind classes where they charge fifty thousand dollars and beyond. Um, for people to come and learn about cannabis and how to start a cannabis business and different things involved in cannabis. They literally pay over $50,000 to be part of these groups. I've gone and spoke at these groups. Um, in fact, one of these groups was using our education solely <laughs> to teach people and charging them $50,000. Right? I know. And then tried to involve us in actually giving us part of the money. And I'm like, absolutely not. It's ridiculous. Absolutely but, not. And we bought our own dinner. <laughs> like, thank but, you. But literally, the, the point here is is that that people are willing to spend twenty five, fifty thousand, or more dollars learning about cannabis, learning about different things within the culture field, even learning about crypto. They join these classes. The DAO is like a, a class in a sense, all right? Because when you get involved, then you are literally educating yourself about the entire process. You get involved in a DAO with a vaping cartridge. And you learn all about the cartridge <laughs> because you see everything involved in the transactions. You see where things are purchased. You see what the prices are at. You really learn the nuts and bolts. And guess what? Because you've been part of that process, you actually make money at the end as those products sell. If you help participate in the sales process, you make even more. See, I'm having a lot but of trouble. But that's education that you get paid for. What's the difference between that and, I guess, um, buying and in, investing in it? It sounds like the same concept. And Well, it depends on what you call an investment. I mean, you're paying for school right now. Um, that's an investment in your education. Yes. All right. Um, there's a lot of investments in the world. If by investment you're defining, I'm putting in a thousand dollars, learning a ton about something I'm interested in, and at the end of a month getting back eleven hundred and fifty. Um, if you're going to define that one hundred and fifty dollars as investment, um, you know, return or an ROI, yes, mm -hmm. it's an investment. But if you're going to define it as participation um, activity credits, because obviously you're going to tell all your friends about the product you're interested in, because the quicker you sell it, the quicker you get paid. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you get paid in two weeks, that $1,150, it's better than if you get paid in four weeks. All right? So, so we call that not an investment, but we call it basically, um, you know, a facilitation fee. In terms of your own learning, we're paying you to learn. See, it reminds me of stock because if you believe in a company, you want to take stock in that company, and you're hoping that you're gonna also be, mm -hmm. you know, having your own little ROI. Yes, yes. It, it just allows you to keep re. In my opinion, it's like you just don't. If you're if you buy stock like on Robinhood or something, like you're not necessarily learning about the company. You're not learning yeah. about their production processes. Yeah. You're not learning even about the products that they're selling. You don't get any of that. In fact, you don't even know what these other companies are invested in and what they're This is a more in inclusive the approach. This like is that. a more, like this that. is all out there. It more is personal. on the blockchain. It is logged. It is accounted for and everyone can be a part of the process. So what you will do at the end, you will learn more in a shorter time than you would in a mastermind program and rather than paying 50 grand, you might have gotten 10 grand in your pocket. And a bunch of really great experience. And we all know about Sudutu, 
you know, see one, do one, teach one. When you have that great experience and you go out and teach others, you know, by telling people this is a great product, then you're actually becoming an expert yourself. What an so amazing opportunity. It is. I mean, so these yeah. DAOs are the, the way you need to conceptualize it because you're an educator mind. All right, versus a, a corporate mind that's going to say, well, all this is, is inventory financing. And, and it is, but that's not, is that an investment? Inventory financing? Not really. Okay, but this is more inventory financing than investing if we're going to talk to a corporate finance person. Okay, um, whereas you're an education person, so I'm going to explain it in that way, which makes it even cooler in my mind. Yeah. Because who doesn't want to learn everything about something they're interested in and end up with more money because of it? Absolutely. And that's the thing. That's why a person like that would do that because they are interested. A lot of corporate, they're not there. They're just there for the job. They're there for the tag, the title. Absolutely. No interest at all. So, and you know what? That's what you're going to be saying during your live show. But, you know, so. but, but here's the crazy thing, Coco. A person can actually begin educating themselves with as little as $100. <laughs> I mean, it's not like, and, and that money isn't tied up, you know, and it's guaranteed. I mean, there's just no sharp edges to the DAOs at all. It's a better way to run corporate America than the way that it's been done. And, it, and, it's going to catch on. There's no doubt about it. It is catching on like wildfire. And maybe, you know, Sadie may not want to hear this. Put your fingers in your ears. Um, you know, she loves NFTs and everything. Maybe NFTs will stay around. Maybe they won't. They probably will in a different form than they are right now. But one thing that is going to stay from this crypto community are DAOs because it's a better way to run corporate America. Definitely. And, and, you know, because they're legal in Wyoming as, as corporate entities are protected by all the, you know, regular corporate laws, et cetera, et cetera. It's, it's a wonderful program and you guys are doing fantastic with it. So, um, and you can get involved with dollars too. You don't have to, you know, you oh, can yeah, convert your dollars. Coin. Sure. Um, sure. You know, you know so, what? Like, I just want to do a little flashback. Does anyone remember telegrams? Yeah. Anyone yes. in this room? Yes. Has like anyone ever telegram? sent one or received one? Oh, wait. I used to deliver them as a dancing <laughs> stripper telegram. Oh, you, you did? <laughs> what about like Morse code or anything like that? Like old school technology? Morse code? I know Morse code, you know. <laughs> and I might have showed up at a bachelorette party or two with my singing telegram. I just want to so. just drop this right here because <laughs> I love digital media so hard that I see NFTs as digital telegrams, but with the capability to tap in there and change the information when you say it's appropriate. Okay, so, so it's a little be, piece of forever. This might be embarrassing to ask, but what's an NFT? An NFT is a non-fungible token, okay. but simply like I see it as a digital telegram. So okay. say you bought one NFT from me, and I was able to at any time go in and change that information that I want you to see, learn, hear, like whatever it is along the way. That is our access to each other, like the gatekeeper, okay. like the code. Yes, that's, that's true. The, that is the heart and soul of what I see at NFT. That's the only value I see of NFT. And that's like a and different it's the way only than... true way of having people that are involved in crypto that have your NFTs. That's your only true way of you knowing that they're really interested in having an NFT of you, no matter what it is. Exactly. And that's not a way people are really looking at NFTs right now. People I know. Are looking at I'm, NFTs I'm on another as, level. People are looking at <laughs> NFTs level. as like a stable art piece. But I remember when I got my first NFT and it was just a switching gift for a while until the NFT finally <clears throat> unlocked and I got to reveal what my Unlock image was. But <laughs> Mine would be like updating. <laughs> It's a whole different way of viewing NFTs. Yeah, exactly. That's how I see it. But how do you, I mean, what's interesting to me is Coco has these questions. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I think NFTs may or may not be interesting in the future to people. Right now, there's a lot of blowback. You know, some NFTs will come out and people will buy them for millions of dollars. That's Other really say, legitimate companies money. that come out with NFTs get blowback, even if they're charities. 
you know, for doing it. So, you know, it, it's a rocky road right now, but I think most smart people are betting on NFTs being around as a vault for content. I was saying and, it's not you know, about the things. money. It's yeah. about the connection. Exactly. That and I think what, people expect it to be. Yeah. But, but this is pretty interesting because you're dealing with, you know, especially when you get into crypto, but even in cannabis. Now you're more experienced in cannabis than you are in crypto. Yeah. But there's still a ton of, um, you know, nomenclature, in other words, terms. Uh, or there's a ton of um, processes, ton of things that anybody walking into a new field doesn't understand. Like you said, tell me about crypto. I don't understand this stuff. Um, you know, what Arisha is doing is something really cool, and this might be helpful to you. Um, they're dealing with something that they call edutainment. Yes. All right. And they can tell you how this idea occurred one night sitting at this place called Wassa's. When we were there, just uh, you know, observing a band or something that was there, right? And these two interesting individuals came up. One who is still you know quite close with us. But why don't you guys tell you know Coco that story and a little about edutainment because this is how we believe that we can explain crypto to the world better than what we just did right now, <laughs> or what anybody could do, right? Um, you know, or has done. So, so go ahead. Well, I don't know. With having a media background, I always feel like you have to captivate the world, get their attention. You have to give them something interesting. So using things like magic performance to entertain and drop education on them, that's pure edutainment. You're educating, educating them. You're entertaining them at the same time. So it's edutain, entertainment. But at the same time. So at Ari, one night sitting at Wasa's, tell them about Kent and his friend that came up. We're just having a drink, enjoying the band, and suddenly these two guys approach our table and start doing some magic. But they are good at it. They're making pens fly around the room, and then he and then one of the magicians, Kent, asks us to draw something that we're thinking about some our our sign right it was our our star signs our zodiac signs and we all drew our zodiac signs except for Sadie <laughs> Sadie did not draw her zodiac sign yes I did no <laughs> but we didn't know that no one at the table knew that <laughs> and he opens up Sadie's first of course <laughs> And she drew boobs. <laughs> I'm an Aries, a ram. I mean, come on. He was looking at it upside down. But he was like, she drew boobs. So he just laughed and moved on. But he knew what you drew without seeing what you drew. It was a fascinating exposition because everybody was treating it seriously and he was going through each person seriously. When and he then he got to Aries. Sadie and he said... You're an Aries, but you didn't draw that. He said you drew something that looked like boobs, and that, and when you opened it up, Sadie had boobs drawn on the thing, right? But there was no way for him to. He was truly turned around. There was no way for him to see any of the stuff, and it was a fascinating, um, you know, discovery. But like Ari said, with the pens flying around, his hand-eye coordination is beyond beyond. But he's a professional magician here in town, so he's expected to be the best of the best. And, you know, he's in a community of sword swallowers and contortionists and fire eaters and, um, you know, every type of person in the world. And he wants to help Arisha put together a division that entertains people while they educate. So he can talk about the disappearing value of a dollar. <laughs> Very easy if it disappears right in front of their face. And he's teaching the girls magic as well, you know, and so how to do simple tricks and everything so that as you're talking to people, people are amazed. And they just it just retains in your brain longer than otherwise. And we believe that especially um, with younger people, but certainly even older people, this is a great way to inform. And um, people will pass that message around if they're, if they're enthralled by the fact that there's pretty girls doing magic or something like that. Well, that message will get I'm passed inspired. around everywhere. I come from a family that grew up within the Apollo Theater in Harlem. So I'm inspired by this movement to be able to carry on 
edutainment for sure and you know keeping the tradition going like, just like your grandmother we need right? to we need keeping to bring the, the edutainment to the world people want to be entertained but we also have to educate them at the same time so i think that's a fascinating concept that they're working with for the future that is really super cool but for for everybody out there who who is just starting crypto whether you be six years old or 60 years old um you know there's a there's obviously a, a plethora of information available out there but if the information isn't speaking to you because it's too technical or it's not speaking to you because you have a different mindset, um, you know, we want to interact. And that's why we want to explain crypto to educational oriented people as an education to finance oriented people in a finance thing to general people in a entertainment type of way, because that's how they remember. All right. Um, it's by being fascinated by something, by having your mind blown and, when you create that curiosity, you really open up the door to truly educate someone about something and show them how it could improve their life, too. We're in Las Vegas. We're ready to bring the heat. <laughs> like, let's not forget where we are. Like, yeah, this is Las let's bring Vegas. The heat. It is getting hot in here. Like, this is what the world is all about. They want to have that showmanship they want to see. So it's like, here we are. And you guys have a great asset in Vegas here with... Uh, you know, with, um, you know, Gray Sports and Entertainment. Um, yeah, you know, Joel Gray, right. who everybody knows the name from last year when you guys did all the commercials for ESPN and everything. That was for Joel Our Gray. And, I mean, Joel right. thinks the world of Arisha and Sadie personally for working so well with him under such tight deadlines. Uh, and they own the you Fox. You do whatever it takes. Uh, they, you know, they own the Fox network here in Vegas. <laughs> so he has, as the owner of the show, as the owner of the station, Joel, he has access to put anything into that Fox feed as he wants. And, you know, a lot of the cool things you guys do in Vegas, I think, can pick up play and then get into national distribution through, um, you know, through Fox affiliates because it'll be cool. You know, yeah. pretty girls doing smart, cool stuff. Everybody's it's fun to be on TV around the world. Yeah. Like, so cool. Doing magic. They Good go into the hopper. Stations around the world will go into the hopper, pull out the story, and broadcast it as well. So we'll get calls from all around the world. That'll be fun. And, you know, you can pull a lot of that um, edutainment into your into your live shows. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and it can work in loops into, into the retail shops. <laughs> and it can be on your website. And, I mean, yeah, it's just all Yeah, we have some videos on our website already, some of the edutainment videos. So go check them out on arishalim.com. Now, we always talk about products, you know, on every broadcast. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you guys about about products. I mean, one of the things that I ran past Coco uh, a month ago uh, or so was, uh, you know, keeping bonds clean. Um, You know, we have a real issue with that, and I'm not a resin chemist or anything like that. Um, But, you know, keeping bonds clean is almost an impossibility. It it gets crazy. And you guys define uh, ways around the issue by uh, maybe... um, you know what sandblasting shades around the bong so you don't see that there is you just a don't want it to look grody like you know, you know we buy i buy so many bongs buy so many bongs you know and like so each time bongs. each time you use it it's like it's beautiful at first but then you use it and it's grody so it is grody it's like thinking cosmetically as we're doing these new processes on our products how can we hide the eyesore right and i'm how can we eliminate the eyesore from beginning and that's what i ran so it's past like Coco. it's like going uh, i said ways. you know i would love to do like an ultrasonic cleaning device but if it's a bong you know you need something the size of a freezer or something yeah, you know to do it which is stupid you know you're not going to do that and she she suggested uh, doing like the ultrasonic stirring rods or something like that that would break up the resin and and that might work it might be a combination of a chemical um, kind of thing, natural, hopefully, that we could throw in there to, you know, break up the resin, because the resin is natural anyway. It's a terpene. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, basically, so really, um, you know, that's a product that I want us to focus on creating, because it's a product that everybody who smokes cannabis from glass can appreciate. 
And, you know, it's something that I think is very important because the products out there don't exist. So, um, you know, one of the products that, that we're going to be working on as a group here in the near future is going to be this, uh, you know, glass cleaning product. Um, so what is, I guess, you know, in, in light of that, that's going to be a really new, cool product. Um, I want to get your opinion on another new cool product that we'll probably have in the next couple of days, and that's the CBN product. Um, Coco, do you know what CBN is? I have no clue. I would love to find out, though. Okay. Ari, what is it? Cannabinol. That's the long term for CBN. And CBN isn't regulated like THC. It is sold in CBD stores, sold in dispensaries, sold online throughout the entire U.S. because it doesn't have THC in it. But a lot of people say that it puts them to sleep and that's usually how it's sold. In my opinion, it's a little psychoactive, <laughs> but a lot of people aren't really talking about that. Well, everything gets REI. Okay, oxygen is psychoactive, all right, okay? So she does get psychoactive components. Um, Sadie would get more of a sedative component from it, I think, right? Sadie, if you were to take CBN, you'd get more um, relaxed and I take tired. it with, well, I have a combo that I take with my energy pill, so no. No, okay, oh, wow, I'm surprised by that. That's why she knew about CBN it. CBN energy pill. No, because she ah. had her thing with it, so um, that's where it Okay, well, Just go, go. It. I will take it for sleep. All right, I'll take 10 milligrams at night for sleep, and I do take it with um, THC as well and and, and delta eight. But um, T CBN is just a, a individual cannabinoid that really um, promotes psychoactive effects in the body, which could be stimulatory in some people depending on what they're doing, or it could be sedative, you know, sedating in other people. Um, more people would consider it sedating, but I'm hearing from the younger folks here that, uh, you know, this thing may be stimulatory as well. So that's really interesting. But you're going to have a new product that'll be a 10 milligram product. It's in a, a one ounce bottle. And that product, whether you're taking it to charge your ass up in the morning or whether it's to chill your ass down at night, it's going to be pretty cool. Especially I just remember the story a of a guy whatever. that hadn't Absolutely. slept in 20 years and... When you talked to him about CBN, he hadn't slept in 20 years. You told him how to sleep, and he took it. He fell asleep in his kitchen by his plants and couldn't even get to bed because it hit that hard. So I know CBN And he was the owner of a dab company in Denver. Yeah. Okay, he was the owner of a dab company in Denver well, who hadn't slept for 20 years and had access to every powerful cannabinoid under the sun. He had, T, you know, he had CBN, he had other things. I just taught him how to use it. He went home that night, used it, fell asleep on his kitchen floor. So, wow. you want to be in the lab? You like science class? Come rock with us. But that's a really cool new product, and it's going to be super affordable. And whether you want to get charged up, like Arisha says, or, um, you know, like, Turn it down, <laughs> You know, come down and sleep like a champ, like uh, Chuck Science says. Um, you know, this is a super new product that's going to be really, really cool. So, you know, I'm going to give the, the hack of the week with this product because I think if you have any kind of sleep problem, whether it's a chronic sleep problem, like 65 to 70% of the world, or uh, like myself, I have a recent sleep problem in that I fell down and hurt myself, you know, like, uh, you know. I fell over the candlestick, okay? And I hurt myself. So for a while there, as the pain was generating through my body and the bruises and broken bones were healing, I had trouble sleeping. And CBN was my friend. I mean, I took a lot of CBN to facilitate my sleep or it would have been hard. So whether it be situational problems, like I'm especially nervous or, you know, my child's sick and I'm worried or, or whatever, the kids are going to college and I don't know how I'm going to pay for it. Whether they be situational things, it's going to help you handle them, I think. Um, Absolutely. You know, like, and just feel more chill and better. And whether it energizes you or puts you to sleep, CBN is a hell of a product. I think it's as valid a product as CBD for certain. Definitely. I think CBN is a great product, and everyone should try it at least once. Just give it a try. So my hack of the day is if you need to chill out or fall asleep, 
Um, whether it be chill out productively or chill out, chill out, <laughs> you know, then the new CBM product from, um, you know, Arisha. 848 yeah, and I, Arisha. I think what I would do go. is add the energy nings to that because, like, I take an energy supplement with it. So for you guys <coughs> to have a simple energy terpene nose ring, just, you know, pop it in and breathe. I would, you know, amp it up with also that ning energy. Yeah, that would be a great That's idea. Dumb. You know, help facilitate it from an additional channel to create yeah. additive or multiplicative value, you know, for the end result. Yeah, you know, pop a ning in, whatever. Um, you know, I could have put a, a pain ning in. However, paintings just don't work for me, and I know that because not everything works for everybody. And I'm not afraid to say this doesn't work for me or this doesn't work for someone. Um, paintings don't work for me. The energy ones do. <laughs> if I wanted to use the energy one to facilitate energy with CBN, it would probably work. Um, you know, so I do think using the, the terpenes additionally make a lot of sense. I think it's great. Um, so, you know, those are the things I wanted to catch up with, you know, from Arisha. I think it's really cool. Um, I think yes. later in the week you should do what, what, uh, Coco suggested, which is, um, you know, explain some really, you know, cool things that are, you know, conceptual to her for kind of a primer broadcast for people Ooh, who want to know let's about do things, some you know? shorts. I love that. Yeah, some shorts. <laughs> we'll know? do some Coco shorts. <laughs> yeah, let's let's look into Coco shorts. <laughs> but that's really, it's a cool concept, I think, and I think it's a great idea maybe for the next podcast you can put it together this week while, while Coco's around. Sounds great. Um, but that's a great one, I think. Yeah. So that'll be, that'll be the hint for next week. Spoiler alert, next yes. week's podcast is cool. <laughs> It's going to be Carisha, which is a combination of Coco and Arisha. Carisha, mm, the first Carisha. Go, girls. Jump on it. Jump on it. Well, everybody, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Um, thanks for letting me take over the airwaves to get some um, needed, you know, feedback from Arisha since they've been out partying pretty hard. And, well, you and, know, uh, we are in the second. workers. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. We are in the second business quarter, and it is nice to have you come through with some facts at the same time. Oh, and by the way, let me go on a rant before we end this podcast. Did Ted Cruz really say marijuana <laughs> is harmful and bad? Like, what? Okay, let's learn about homeostasis. If you think homeostasis is bad for you, Ted Cruz, you wouldn't be alive right now without it. Well, I, I, I think we've learned over the past year that Ted Cruz and others <laughs> that hang out with him aren't the best sources for medical information that we could have. And the house passed cannabis. Is that right? Mm-hmm. You got that right. So there is, there is an upside to all of this? Can anybody say bullshit? Wait, how can there be bullshit in the house? Because it's not, not in my house. <laughs> if the house is full of bullshit, <laughs> you're liable to get bullshit. So are we to be excited bullshit or in, not? Bullshit in, bullshit out. Should we be excited okay. or not? No, we shouldn't. Uh, okay. Not excited. We have to free the weed. That's it. That's it. Free the seeds. But nice. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Before we go on, you said free the seeds. I just said it. I know. I know. And Ari must be super high because she missed her coming. The DEA this week. Oh, oh my God, I am high. The DEA <laughs> this week literally declared that marijuana seeds are considered hemp. So you could sell them. I thought that's why we were freeing the seeds. <laughs> like, I thought this is. Yeah, like, but the DEA officially please. announced that, yes. that marijuana seeds I'm sorry, are guys. not marijuana. They're hemp and you can do whatever the hell you want. You know what? My life is just so sunshiny that the DEA announced that and I'm just like, I was just waiting for it. Thanks. As, as long as they're <laughs> under. just rolled off. As long as they're under 0.3% THC. Which but that's crazy because... It's a seed. Seeds, seeds don't even have THC. Like, what seeds are you eating to get you high? Like, almonds? Nope. Wait a minute. Nuts. Unless you talk to the cannabis so, world and they're going to try and seeds. sell you hemp seed oil nope. to get you high. Hemp seed oil. <laughs> I know. Come on. Hemp seed oil. <laughs> have this is all, a very high moment. Have we all learned now that hemp can seed you, oil Can is I have another shot of Elijah Craig <laughs> in my custom frosted 848 glass? 
So you better do your you better do your closeout. So everybody, from Hurricane Studios in the Las Vegas desert live up, tonight, we leave you hopefully a little Ooh. bit more informed. Oh my God, that's a double. When Thanks. you arrive, that's what you needed for Arisha. This is Chuck Science. Thank you, Chuck Science. And we're going to close out on the newest song from our favorite band. What's their name? Manic Sound Expulsion. And the name of the song is... Be Your Own Rock Star. Ooh, it sounds intriguing. Be Your Own Rock Star. Can't wait it's to hear it. Gonna be hot. <laughs> I promise everybody. This is the wait, big one. Let's Coco doesn't even know about any of this music. That's how laid back we are. But Coco, let's let Coco do an interview at the end of the song. We'll play the song and come back for the Coco. Come back for the Coco at the end of the song. <laughs> the hot Coco. <gasps> hot Coco. <laughs> Coming in hot. Smash it. Be it. Live it. Be your own rock star. Be it. Live it. Be your own rock star. Be it. Live it. Be your own rock star. Be it. Live it. Diamonds in the rough. Is it you? Do you have what it takes? Be the new you. Can you rock with the best? Be the truth. Cause it's coming for ya. think of the song it made me want to get up and dance and change my life be a better person <laughs> did it make you want to shake it? it made me want to be a rock star my own rock star <laughs> <laughs>
I was so happy to share this with you. So uh, it's like the first time like sharing music with you because we always is. we always jam to music, but we never like jammed like this. So this no, is cool. I could totally jam to it too. I can't wait. All right. Well, I'm gonna let you hear just you. I'm gonna let you hear Coco like. The next song oh, yeah. that's coming out this spring is called Rise Up Deja Vu. So Ooh. Um, thanks for reviewing the song. Yay, thanks for Thanks, this. listeners. SYS, see you soon. Bye, Coco out. <laughs> <laughs>